I miss the way it snaps everything, everything, to focus. Everybody. God, this club is pumping. <laughs> Welcome back to Club Killer Track. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. That would be such a good club. Yeah, that would yeah. be a good night, wouldn't it? Have a killer night out. Oh, no. Uh, no, you wrecked it now. I ruined it. Yeah, you ruined it. Uh, welcome back to Killer Track. We bring you tunes and terror, and my name is Amelia. My name's Alec. Hey, Alec, what's the crack today? So, the crack today is... Remix. Remix. It's a trick-or-treat day. Uh-huh. Day number two, we said we'd serve you up a double portion, and this time... Uh, you guys treated us to kill a party. Yep, open your gullets wide like a seagull eating chips on Brighton Pier. Yeah. The don't chew. They don't. It's the, the don't chew. I've seen a seagull, like, kill a pigeon before. Well, when it's, I was when yeah. I was really, really broke, I had, like, no money and I made a sarni, I made a sandwich. Yeah. Listen to our last episode about Olaf the sandwich. Red light, that one. Um, <laughs> a sandwich and a outside work my retail job at top shop and the seagulls swooped down and like stole the sandwich and then went and like it. it was terrifying i was like whoa you you have it mate yeah i mean if you yeah. want if you want to see a horror show watch a seagull eat now, yeah that is a horror show yeah get to brighton you're not british <laughs> but the horror film that we are covering today is uh, killer party yes or you might know the same film, but it's also called Monster Party. We will get into that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, the film can't really make its mind up, but we'll cover that in a bit. Yeah. So, with uh, Killer Party, so as part of our Trick or Treat episode, we spun the wheel and this is where it landed on. Yep. So, shall I uh, talk through a little bit about the old the film? Oh, yes, please. Oh. Sure. So, Monster Party or Killer Party, whichever you want to say, because it's listed as both, depending on what happens and what version of the picture you look at. Yeah. Um, is a 2018 film, and three thieves basically plan a daring heist at a mansion dinner party. Um, uh, it was directed by Chris Von Hoffman, um, and it stars Erin Moriarty. Woo! Um... Robin Tunney, she's the the mum. Yeah. Mm. So we'll get that. And <laughs> you're like, who? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, it also uh, stars Sam Strike as Casper and Julian Mannon as Patrick. Yes. McNamara and Troy, Mr. Nip Tuck, Mr. Yeah. Has Sex on Camera. <laughs> A lot. It's also got uh, Lance Reddick as Milo, who we'll get into later, and Brandon Michael Hall as Dodge. Yeah. And it's interesting actually like looking at the cast now because I'm like I didn't know their names. Oh, I've got no bloody idea. <laughs> I've got no bloody idea. We've watched this film twice by the way. Um, um, it was on our treat list but like this is the second time we've actually seen it. Yes, so we have seen this film before. It's an interesting take I think <laughs> like looking at the film for a second time 
because we've got almost like new learnings about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I agree. It's always nice to kind of like rewatch horrors and just, well, all the watches horror films, don't really watch anything else. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really nice to kind of revisit films. I think you kind of like see more detail, don't you? Yeah, so yeah. That's why I enjoyed a second look at this. Hmm, goddamn, goddamn. I mean, you know, we, we, you know, not gonna lie. I think we were we were both hoping a little bit that it would land on something new, but yes, the uh, wheel, the wheel speaks. Yeah, basically, what happened was we spun the wheel and then it opened its mouth like a freaking. Not like a seagull, I wouldn't say, but like something with a sharp beak, like a mice. And it opened. A mice. <laughs> as in the plural of mouse. Oh no. Like a mice. I'm really trying not to say anything weird. I was trying to, like, yes, and then um, I opened my bibliotheque. And then I just yeah. have to say something stupid. Yeah, mice, the plural of like. mouse, famous for their beaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, no. Um, what's that? Th what's that thing called? The Great Mouse Detective. Have you seen that? The no, Great Mouse Detective, I the haven't. Disney film. No. Oh, they're scary mice, 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 mice. Scary mices, those mices. Damn the scary mice. Um, yes, but anyway, Alec gave us a little <laughs> bit of the old plot, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pad it out. Yeah, fill it out. Yeah, I'm gonna pad it out. So, like Alec said, three thieves. Um, are doing a heist and they end up going basically one of the thieves um, does a kind of restaurant serving job if you will at a mansion yeah she's like a a, a server, server. Yeah. yeah Um, so she goes to this mansion and brings the other two thieves with her because one of the thieves which we'll go into in a minute needs to pay a debt because his dad has been naughty yeah so they turn up at this mansion um, the girl so the main kind of server knows the family. Um, but when they all get there, horror ensues. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm -mm. So we are going to, if you haven't heard our new kind of new, yeah, if you haven't heard anything from season two, we're now incorporating live reactions to the podcast. So what we're going to do is give you guys a brief rundown on the characters. Just... <laughs> Just to learn a little bit about them is what Amelia is trying to say. Sorry. No, I was trying to make my mouth as... That's really small. You've yeah. never seen my mouth so small, have you? <laughs> that sounds so sexual! No, it doesn't. Oh, no, I made it, though. Now I said it. <laughs> yeah, Oops. now now it is. <laughs> yeah, giggity. Never seen my mouth so small. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's your mouth is small, have you, true? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to give a little rundown on the characters, just so you know who we're chatting about and what their place is in the murder, monster, killer party yeah, thing. whatever it is. What the hell, <laughs> who knows what this film is called? So we have the family that live inside the mansion, and they are called the Dawsons. So you have the basically Alexis, who is the daughter, Roxanne, who is the mom, Mr. Nip Tuck, Patrick, who is the dad. Yeah. And you've also got Elliot, who is the son. And they are the Dawsons. Yeah. You also mm. have, so the thieves that Amelia was alluding to earlier, you have Iris, who is the girl. Mm -hmm. um, she is two months pregnant with Dodge's uh Child scandal. Ooh. Oh my god! Uh, they're together and they are friends with Casper, who is our boy in a predicament because of his father's gambling addiction. Yes, and if you've watched Skins, he's basically like Cook from. I feel like they wanted Cook from Skins 
But okay. they couldn't get him. I can't remember his real name, but they couldn't get him, so they got this boy. Maybe they only knew to look for Cook. They couldn't. They didn't know yeah. his real name. What's his name? D- damn it, Jared! Yeah. Oh. Find his profile. Cook from skin. So he's not there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> curses, curses. <laughs> Um, and then you've also got, I think it's worth mentioning, is uh, Lance Raddick, uh, who plays Milo. Yes. We'll get onto his character later, because mm-hmm. I think it would be giving too much away now. Yes. But he is sick in this film. Uh-huh. So, again, we have the Dawsons. We have the Three Thieves, and we have Milo, who's the ominous person. We haven't yeah. told you who he is yet. So, let's get into it. What happened first? Well... I think one thing to make a note of is oh that there will be a spoiler alert. We're doing our own effects now. <laughs> I think that was perfect. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, you go. No. Perfect. It feels like uh, that time that you tried to do a sub drop. Oh, uh, that was in, perfect in the boys thing. episode. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not going to recreate it. Go and listen to the boys episode <laughs> to hear my mouth doing amazing things. Sound sexual again, didn't it? Yeah, that time it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, oh, let's come in here. <laughs> oh, small mouths. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, miniature gobs. Mm, my favourite. <laughs> but yes, we're going to get into a rundown of the film. Uh, we're not doing a blow by blow. We're picking out some of our kind of key moments of mm. how we reacted, especially as a second time, a second watch. Yes. Uh, and we're picking those out. We're going to show those off to you and see what you think. Done, tooting. So, what was the first bit that caught our gums? So, apart from seeing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, apart from seeing a penis pajama party man from Nip Tuck. Yes. Right in the opening scene. Yes. I was like, hey, there he is. That was literally just me being like, Mr. Nip Tuck, here he comes. <laughs> I think we've referred to somebody else as Mr. Nip Tuck in a previous episode as yeah, well. Yeah, it was him. He's in bait. That's not the same person, is yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is oh it? my God, you sound like me. Yeah, that, that's him. Ah. Yeah, that is him. Oh, right. I thought you just had two Mr. Nip Tucks. No, no, there's only Matt and Mary and Troy. There's only two, but that yeah. is, um, yeah. All right. Well, him. apart from that, uh, 12 minutes and 20 seconds in, mm. uh, we kind of, you know, we're getting into the story. Um, bearing in mind, this film is just over two hours long. It's like yeah. 129 minutes. And it um, gets started really quick. Mm. We're introduced to um, Iris, Casper and Dodge really quickly. And we kind of get to know them quite quickly as well. Yeah. Um, They're kind of like, you know, running the sort of house heist and stuff like that. Flash forward a little bit and uh, Casper ends up being, uh, having to go to this like uh, strip club. I guess. Yeah, so that's that's why we've got this music going on, so you feel like you're in the clue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he goes to like a kind of strip club, like seedish bar, uh, and there's a guy that's obviously some sort of mobster, I suppose. And yeah. again, if you've seen Skins, he's like, PhD, pretty huge dick. <laughs> it's like him. It's like, <laughs> everyone's going to be like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, um, Radio Nasties, they seem to know... Um, 
when we do references. So let's see if they get that one. Mm. Um, so yes, they go to this kind of seedy bar with Casper does, where this guy is kind of torturing his dad, asking him for, where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money? Yeah. So mm. it is uh, told in this scene that Casper's uh, dad has a gambling addiction yeah. and is in a lot of debt to these uh, mobsters, basically. Yeah. And Casper um, basically has to, you know, get this money back. And our reaction was, well, I mean, we'll play it in a moment, but it's basically that this film is kind of getting in really quickly, isn't it? Yeah, let's spin it. Yeah. Come my dad if he thinks anything weird's happening. Come after me without a question. It is quite an intense way to start the film. It's a great way of starting the film. Mm. Well, you know, you said you got So the reason we picked that section to react on was <laughs> was because it is one of those things like personally, like I think the fast paceness of it was like a really like nice thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it was just like, uh, we know who the characters are, we know why they are driven to do what they're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. But we don't understand why it's a killer party yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really like the way they just kind of like introduced us to the three kind of crooks. They, we saw them kind of like do a little heisty thing. They tried to like rob a house. That was done like super quick. Yeah. And then we saw them all like in the park. They established like the dad is in trouble. They were like, oh, we can help you. Then instantaneously the drive in to the mansion. Yeah. And so, we, we yeah. understand their motive, right? Absolutely. And yeah. it was all like solidified super quick, which I like as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we just felt that was a, a, a reasonable section of the film. It was just, you know, it tasted like brioche. Tasted sweet. Mm-hmm. Like you know a what sugary I meant. bread. You know what I meant. Of course I knew what you meant. Oh, you can, you can talk, Amelia. Yeah, of course I can. Yeah, let's warm his socks there. <laughs> warm just socks. Yeah, for a warm winter. <laughs> so... Um, on <laughs> on that warming journey, what was the second reaction part of the film that uh, you reacted to? Yeah, huh. So now we are thirty-two ish yeah. minutes in, and you know that guy we spoke about at the start. You know, we said like, oh, we'll talk about him later, Milo. If yeah. you just to remind you, so he comes to the party. So the party is now in full swing. Yeah, we've got the three crooks in the house pretending to be servers, but we know that they want to do some robbing, mm-hmm. and we also have the Dawsons, and they're all there talking, waiting for their guests to arrive. Elliot, who is the son, is starting to kind of like antagonise Iris because he kind of fancies her, but it's a bit like... Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. He's also antagonising Dodge, isn't he? he? Because he knows that they're like an item sort of thing. Yeah, and he wants a slice of Iris. So then somebody pulls up in a car with a lady and it's Milo. Yeah. And when I say... Lance Reddick is a G. So he's also in um, the John Wicks, like the John Wick films. Oh. And I was like, he looks so familiar. So I gave a little sister Google, mother Google, and he's in the um, John Wick films with um, Tasty Keanu. <laughs> 
piece of Keanu. Mm, selection of Keans. So anyway, he rolls up to the party with a lady in tow in an amazing car. That I think you said it was a good car. I don't know. All I knew is it looked flat. Uh, he wasn't in that car. He wasn't in the <laughs> Ford Mustang. <laughs> I don't care about cars. I was just like, oh, they're all too flat. They're all so nice flat. Ford Mustang they all and look- Lamborghini featured. No, they all look like paninis to me. So flat and cheesy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm getting my media speak on today. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so he pulls up, comes into the house, and instantaneously you can tell there's kind of like a vibe. He's like very domineering, yeah. dominant. Everyone's like, oh. He's ooh, really commanding, ooh. isn't he? Commanding as hell. The man has got a cane, and you know he can walk fine without the cane, but he has one. Mm. And the girl that he's with, yeah, she mouths, help me. Yes, to, the, to dodge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the, the other servers, doesn't she just like, help me? Like, can we just say, we haven't, well, obviously we did react to it, but we haven't put it in the episode, but... If you were a server at a dinner party and yeah. a woman came with a dude or or vice versa or a dude with a woman and they looked really uncomfortable and they said, help me. Yeah. Like, Dodge basically in this film does nothing. Like, yeah, none <laughs> of them like, do. Hang on a second. I think, I think they're kind of very much like in that sort of selfish space where they're just like, hmm. Well, that's not good for me, is it? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, that's a bit of an issue. Yeah. I don't want to get involved. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's in a nice dress. I'm sure she's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it could be as well that they've got this mentality that they're all kind of like stinking rich. So that's rich people problems. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, yeah possible, possible. Yeah. Got the eyes on stealing that money. Yeah. So, but when Milo came in, he reminded me of a certain person. Mm. Let's hear who that person was. Beyond the walls of a tutelage, there's men learning and work beyond what I could teach. I know who he reminds me of. Mm. Johnson. You mean Alan Johnson from Peep Show? More for you, asshole. <laughs> That's such a bad impression. That is such More a bad... for you, asshole. <laughs> Johnson's Beamer. Alan Johnson's Beamer. Oh. That's a terrible impression of either of them. Yeah, we're just awful at impressions. But yes, he reminds me so much of Alan Johnson from Peep Show. If you haven't watched Peep Show or... I don't think it's a peep show in America. I don't know, but if it is available to those of our listeners that are in America and other countries, you need to watch that show. Yes, even if you like put it in YouTube to see what I mean by the comparison. Yeah. He, even listening back to like that little clip of him talking, it sounds exactly like him. It's mad. Yeah, and that it's like pinnacle <laughs> British comedy as well. But like, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. He, like, especially sort of reflecting on that clip. Yeah. He yeah. sounds exactly the same. Even like the in con- terms of his tone and stuff like that. Everything. I was. I was just. You just literally took the words out of my throat. Like exactly the same. Like. Yeah, but anyway, he reminds me of Johnson. Um, but yeah, super cool character. And he basically sits down at the table with the Dawsons yeah. and this girl that looks really uncomfortable. And he's just basically saying like, well done. Oh, just to mention as well, there's also two other kind of 
No, sorry, three other people there. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of side characters, not really that important. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're kind of like other people that... Because he, the, the one of the reasons why Milo is there is because he's kind of this guidance kind of character, isn't he? Yeah. He's like this sort of like domineering, but but like powerful and commanding person mm. who has has uh, in in kind of his terms coached or kind of supported these people to be better people. Yes. We still don't know quite what that is yet. Yeah. But we can sense, and there has been some activity that has demonstrated kind of manic or crazy kind of behaviour, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so at this point, I'll say at the end, but I, when I first watched it, I thought something, but I'll say it, I'll say it later. But um, yeah, so you don't know what's been, why he's really there. You just know he's like the kind of leader, I suppose. Yeah. But then what happens is um, Roxanne Dawson, who is the mom, kind of says a bit of a monologue about my husband is fine, but I'm really struggling. Like, I'm really struggling with doing this and um i really miss it and stuff but you don't know what she's referring to yeah well yeah yeah well she gives a speech doesn't she about like oh there was this man I, I dro-. and these guys by the way live in a mansion so yeah they, they live in this beautiful home like obviously very wealthy like and hence all their like you know the, the fact that they've got butlers essentially mm-hmm. for this event and uh she's talking about the fact that she was driving past this homeless person no one knew who he was. No one would miss him if he wasn't around. Yeah. And I did nothing. Yeah. Everyone's like... Yeah, everyone's like, woo! You yeah. go, 16 pence! Yeah, well done. Yeah, good for good you. For you. <laughs> and, so, yes. Yeah, and, and yeah. he is sort of congratulating... So Milo is there to congratulate that kind of behaviour yeah. and uh, and lift them up um, on, on that. And there's a reason for that that we'll go into later as well. So upstairs, Dodge has gone upstairs because Casper is trying to look at the kind of home security, yeah. figure out where the safes are, figure out kind of combinations, all of that good stuff. And Dodge has gone upstairs to check on him. Um, then he gets cornered going to the toilet by Elliot, who is the Dawson's son. Yeah. And he's kind of antagonizing him. Um, Dodge is like, what? Do you want to watch me piss? And then Elliot's like, yeah, I want to watch you piss. Like, you know, so he starts kind of like being like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. So 41 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Again, we were kind of like saying how fast paced this film was and stuff like that earlier. And it takes almost half the film to get into its first kill. Yes. So this is the first kill. And this is what happened. Oh. So sick! Yeah! First kill, and uh, it does really make you wait for the first kill. 40 minutes in is quite a stretch, I'll have to say, but Mm. it's sick. I really, really enjoy that kill, like, I really liked it. I think. I think one of the things that uh, is so sick about that kill and mm. one of the reasons why our reaction was so like hyped about it was because you kind of are expecting it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you're kind of not at the same time. In, or at least I wasn't in terms of the way it happened. Sure. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, okay. Like I felt a little bit like kind of caught off guard by the fact that he's like in that moment. 
the reason Dodge is saying like get off my hand is because he like grabs his hand gets a meat cleaver from behind his pocket Elliot does uh-huh. and just slices through his wrist and yeah. takes his hand clean off and it's just like ah, oh, like gruesome <sighs> There's another kind of layer to that that I really like that we were talking about um, that I completely feel was done on purpose. The whole bathroom is clinically, like, clinical white, if you like. Clinically? Clinical? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's all white, very, like, doctor's surgery. And then the blood just, like, splatters up the wall, like, and on the... And it just looks sick. It looks great, like, cinematography. It It looks really cool, I think. I totally agree. It's just so, like, gruesome. Yeah, it looks lovely. The words I want to use is just, like... Yeah, and then at the end of that kill scene, you just see Elliot, like, in the bath. Yeah. Like, just coated, like, in blood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Spray all around him. um, And Dodge is just, like, essentially, like... Slashes everywhere. Yeah, just in bits, basically. Yeah, you also see like I wouldn't say it's that gory. It's not like in bits. It's just dead. It's not in bits, but like his face is like pretty mangled. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And then you got Elliot kind of like manically laughing, Mm. which whatever. (laughs) So what happens is um, when they leave. Well, basically, Iris hears the commotion i suppose yeah um the dawson's and milo kind of race upstairs hearing the commotion as well and then elliot emerges out of the bathroom with dodge's hand like clapping his hand yeah which i thought was awesome yes which i also thought that was really cool i was like oh that's quite cool and at a similar moment as well this is where like milo really kind of asserts his dominance yeah because he comes up the stairs and is furious that you know, Elliot has, um, what he says is relapsed. Yes. Um, and uh, he's so angry about what he's done. Mm. He, like, kicks uh, Elliot into the blood and says, like, why won't you, like, why don't you just drink it then, you junkie, or something like that. Yes. So, shall I reveal what I thought? Mm, please do. So when I first saw this film, I thought there were vampires. Yeah. Like, I thought... Oh, yeah, relapse. Like, oh, you know, I really wanted to get him. Like, what the mom was saying and stuff. Like, uh, nobody would have missed him when he was gone. Like, I thought, oh, okay, the vamp- it's a vampire film. But they're not vampires. Mm. Or, oh, actually, it's not really explained. That's what I think is so interesting about, yeah. like, the way that it is explained. Is, like, when he pushes his face into the blood... Mm. It's sort of insinuated almost that they are like vampires in the, you know, are they blood drinkers? Yeah, hot steamy vamps. Yeah, yeah, because mm. he's like, oh, you know, why don't you drink the blood, you junkie? <gasps> oh, yeah. So, sorry, 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 I just thought a point of, in my head. Sorry, carry on. No, I really want to know what it is now. No, sorry, I was just thinking, they can't be vampires, right? right? Here's some vampire lore. Because there are scenes when they're outside in the day, unless uh, they're like a daywalker, like Blade, or like half human, half vampire. Mm. So they can't be vampires. Yeah, no, that makes sense. If it's like normal, stereotypical, like vampire lore. Yeah, that's true. It mm-hmm. would have to be going extremely subtle. I mean, they don't even have pointy teeth. 
They don't even have blouse. <laughs> but yeah, like, so they can't be vampires. Yeah, no, that's fair. I just think, we'll discuss it more at the end, I suppose, mm. but I just think they're a family of murderers. Yeah, well, that's kind of the other thing, isn't it? Is, mm. And that's another thing that Milo says later on, is uh, he tries to explain away mm-hmm. kind of what happens uh, in in that he says that he uh, that he is like a recovering murderer, and so are the others. That yeah, they're almost. He describes them as addicts. Yeah, but um, then another topsy turvy. So when Milo comes and brings the girl, like, what's she about? Well, she is like terrified, but he feels like he's like bringing her into the fold of this kind of like unit as well so it's not really explained mm. um necessary necessarily how she's dealing with it but i think um in terms of like the way she is mm. um it's different to like the rest of the sort of family unit like a lot of them are kind of maniacal and crazy and yeah um like a lot of the younger people are like doing like drugs like cocaine and stuff like that mm. and she um ends up committing suicide yeah um yeah. in the kitchen with a knife uh well let's let's speculate afterwards because I've, I've got some speculations to speculate oh. that i think but yeah, so what happens after that first kill? So after that first kill, um, there is a lot more that goes on um, and there's quite a lot of killing thereafter. Yeah. And uh, debates and uh, some attempted kind of like um, drawing them out. At one point, Milo says... Uh, to Casper, uh, mm-hmm. uh, who ends up getting uh, himself locked in one of the upstairs bedrooms after he realises that his friend is killed. Yeah. Um, he tries to negotiate with him, and he's like, oh, $10,000, will that be enough to shut you up, sort of thing? And he's like, no, you just killed my friend. Mm-hmm. 100 grand. <laughs> yeah. Mate, you should have asked for a, a cool meal. <laughs> yeah. But then... This is quite funny as well. Milo then goes away and then starts saying about how it was all a lie very loudly. Like, to, oh you know? my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> we've got, we've got a clip of that. Yeah. Hundred thousand dollars. Are you out of your mind? It's just a dead car. He says it so loud. <laughs> what an idiot! He <laughs> took his hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the little bastard fell for it. You think I mean, we uh, move away from the door. <laughs> no. Of course not. Why would you say something so stupid? <laughs> like, I mean, it's just. <laughs> Like, because uh, just now, whilst we were listening back to that clip, mm. I counted how many steps away oh from the door gosh. they were. Yeah, he was ten paces away. <laughs> <laughs> like he's so close. It's like just like you know, trying to be like, yeah. So, are you going to accept the deal that we've made of a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll just walk away. Yeah. And he's like. Yeah, yeah, so he's an absolute moron. Like, we'll get him drugged up and then they'll be figured out as junkies. Yes, and the dude's voice is also so boomy. You can hear. It's like, right, yes, thanks. Okay, good, you'll take the deal, yeah. 
Okay, so he's taking the deal. Yeah. He's yeah. gonna take the deal. Let's just drug him. Yeah, yeah. We'll drug him good and good. <laughs> nice just, and sheen. That's just to get him out of the room. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so why would you stupid, say it's so man. loud? So funny. Oh, it's so good. And like that just that moment of like okay the like you can just see casper as well in the room it pans back to him he's just like okay so they are loudly <laughs> talking about the fact they're gonna betray that deal yeah like, <laughs> they're gonna drug me like no thanks <laughs> so he just knows that that's not a thing and that it's gonna like not happen hey don't worry he's gonna take the deal <laughs> don't worry about it let's drug him and we'll kill him as well if you want yeah cool <laughs> can you hear you no we can't hear <laughs> don't worry about it um also rather conveniently <laughs> sorry <laughs> also rather conveniently uh casper locked himself in the room uh with a loaded revolved drawer as well yep. which is pretty handy how convenient very convenient um, and yeah, so all of that kind of stuff happens. There's a lot of uh, a lot of fighting around the world and uh, all sorts of uh, crazy, kind of like maniacal moments. Milo ends up getting betrayed and killed. Yes, he does. By uh, the Dawson father, and in that moment, he loses himself. He loses his grip to his murderous kind of vice. And uh, that's where the entire kind of family fall even deeper into their chaos as the mum tries to kind of hold it together, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. So loads of kind of bits happen. Um, Like Alex said, kind of like horror ensues, I suppose. Nothing really um, gruesome or gory happens, I don't think. Nothing at this point happens that's gorier than like Dodge's kill the first yeah, one no. like so nothing really gory mad happens um we see a few deaths here and there yeah there's there's a few kills and things like that but um a lot of those kills in that kind of crazy moment a lot of that happens off screen that's the bit that was just like, uh, uh, like they've shown that they had like nice practical effects yeah um that's what kind of like let me down a little bit Hmm. off-screen kills but the film kind of makes up for it i i would say so yeah. i mean with that like it's still like crazy enough to keep going and there's a lot of interaction between the characters mm. in my opinion for, for it to kind of flow and stuff like that yeah oh yeah and um as that's going along uh the daughter of the family um, Alexis, uh, played yes. by Erin Moriarty, um, ends up leading the two surviving thieves, Casper um, and Iris, into the basement, mm-hmm. um, where she's like, "Oh, we can get out like this way, or something whatever. like that." Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know if it's to barricade themselves in there or to or to leave, but. They end up coming out the same door they went in, so... But, um, one of the things that is cool <laughs> yeah. in, that, in that section is that um, Casper finds a samurai sword on the wall, uh, which belongs to Elliot. Yes. Which, again, one of the things that I guess that's a bit of a subtle hint at, or at least I'd read into it that way, is that although this family are trying to suggest that they have given up their killing murderous ways they also have like jars of like skulls 
uh, or like body parts and things like that and weapons and things like that as well so it's almost like they, they ha- they're quite proud of that do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah I guess so that could be kind of like trophies from kills or um, well actually when they go down the basement just to say um, they end up finding a person down the basement yeah uh, and it's the family's like it's the son basically and he's kind of like deformed yeah he he looks like one of the characters from the hills have eyes eyes. yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's kind it looks like that was sort of their reference material for the makeup possibly but yeah he looks like the hills have eyes a person a person from the eyes have hills (laughs) the eyes have hills (laughs) now that would be a terrifying film let's make it (laughs) everyone's just got massive eyes ew but he's down there anyway, and um, then he does this. He gets like a like a old school car horn, and yeah. he like honks the horn. He's like, "Oh, that's it for today." Yeah, he said, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's he's triggered into frenzy by a music box being played over a tannoy oh that, that they have in their house for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've got a tannoy system in their home, which is a bit weird. Um, but yeah, he's triggered by that. Yeah. He then runs out and eats <laughs> Iris's face off. Which, just to interject, was actually a very good gory moment. Yeah. I thought that uh, was quite a good, nice little practical effect. Yeah. Again, that was quite cool. again, the actual kill itself is off screen. But again, you, you kind of know what's happening because there's all this tearing, there's blood spurting. And you see her face afterwards, don't you? That's what I was gonna say. Like in terms of like the gore, like the gore of it, yeah. you see the aftermath, which I thought was quite like quite good. Yeah, but this also leads into <clears throat> an incredibly gory kill of where Casper kills Mickey. He slices his head with the samurai sword. Yes, it's right down the middle, terrifier style. Right down the middle. Um, which was also very gory. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, that ends up moving on to a few more deaths to kind of wrap us up. Mm. Um, the father, Mr. Nip Tuck, is killed, who I now know is the, also the same Mr. Nip Tuck as in bait. Yes, same <laughs> tupping and tipping. <laughs> um one of the other characters is killed with like a chainsaw by himself essentially he also like trips and falls on his chainsaw yep uh, and then there's you know the kind of classic kind of ending thing but it's quite well set up where Elliot ends up capturing those two uh, Alexis and Casper as they try to escape through the front doors after they feel like they've made their escape he comes back and ties them up to the chairs Mm. Um, basically threatening each other that if one of them doesn't kill the other then they will both drown and he's got a very nice kind of egg timer that's shaped like a cat that I really enjoyed yeah that's very good yes that was definitely a highlight for me that that was the highlight yeah sure best part (laughs) best part definitely so after that the mother kind of comes out of nowhere and deals with the son kills the son in the pool Uh, yeah 
Erin, or should I say, uh, what's her name? Alexis. That's it. She cuts the rope because they're set up on this kind of like saw-like trap that the brother does. Like, you kill him or you kill him or he will kill you. One of you has to die. So she ends up cutting the rope and stitching up old Casper. Yeah. So he falls in the water and then he cuts the rope and then Alexis falls in the water anyway. Uh, They get saved. Mum comes out kills the son and then basically says to Casper how much will it take for you to forget that this ever happened yeah and he ends up taking the hundred grand Mm. and the Lamborghini which was the right choice of car I'm sorry that car is so flat it looks like a sandal it's so nice. Oh, it's so flat. Like, you, you when you go in, like, Lamborghinis, not like I've been in one like, oh, every day going to Lambo, but, like, when you go in, like, those flat cars, you're, you're, your arse is on the floor. You might as well uh, just, like, scoot across the, like, like a, a cat that itches its butt. You a, might as well do that. No, it's a beautiful piece of Italian, Italian engineering right there. I thought you were going to say Italian cuisine. No. A beautiful piece of Italian <laughs> cuisine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did describe it as a panini earlier. Yeah, the paninis! <laughs> Slippered paninis, honestly. Slippered panini. So, after he, that... Yeah, he makes bang. his way uh, back into town for his revenge. And Amelia came up with quite a good question as we were listening in after he accepts that cash uh, to leave. I always think, I know it's thinking so literal, but if you ask for, like... $200,000 like where are you going to put that just in your house like you can't put all that money in the bank no that then be like where did this come from you know literal thinking so I think it's such a great question yes it is <laughs> um I, I don't really know what I would do like you know what I mean like if you had <laughs> £100,000 and a fresh Lambo and you didn't really have a job to speak of, you wouldn't be able to take that to the bank. Like, the government would just be like, mm, don't think so. Well, the thing is, if you want to think about Casper as a character, it's the film's already established that the dude is broke, right? Because that's yeah. why he's wanting to do his robbing and his stealing and all that stuff. So let's say he's, like, in his bank account, it's, like, $5 or £5 or something. Yeah. Then... Like, I don't get... It's, it's in all these films where they, like, win all this money, like, congratulations, you've won £10 million pounds or whatever. And it's like... Ah, oh, what's that film called? Ah, oh, what's it called? I can't remember. Ah, oh, the torture film, and she had to do all that stuff, and then she won that money. I don't know. But if it's something like that, and you win bundles of money after, like, a traumatic experience or whatever... Yeah. You can't just put it in your in your bank. Like, where does it go? Yeah, it's not like you can put it in your ISA, can you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't lump it in the ISA or like put it in the farm or something. You can hide it in the farm. In the farm. Yeah. yeah. Next to the lambs. <laughs> and but also also <laughs> that like. <laughs> but also like the Lamborghini. It's not like you can hide that either. Like even if you yeah. even if you went to like sell that. Like, mm. all right, well, where did you get it from? Where's your paperwork? Do you know what I mean? Well, you just have to go back to the murder house, whatever the hell it's called, and be like, oh, did you got the papers for that Lambo? So I can <laughs> yeah. sell it. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, like, because the thing is as well, that, that thing would cost an absolute fortune to run. It'll burn through that 100 grand. I was just surprised that they had 100 grand in the house. 
Yeah, yeah. Number yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, £100,000? No problem. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, because when Milo before, like, was trying to give him the bribe, he was like, ah, oh. it was quite a real world answer. Like, mm, yes, that would take some time to get that together, but mm, it can be done. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. okay, cool. Because obviously, they've obviously got some form of wealth or like, whatever or yeah. notoriety or whatever the hell it is so it's like mm, yes we can get that to you i can certainly get that together it will take time though so that kind of makes sense right but the mum's just like yeah cool let me go get that yeah but that was a lie that milo said mm, so oh, yeah. you know he was never going to do that he was just going to be like yes give me five minutes i just need to get this injection i mean yeah. cash injection. <laughs> i just need to stir your drugs i mean i'll, I'll send you hugs <laughs> <laughs> Send you hugs. Yeah, and the guy's like, okay, cool. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think to kind of get our general feelings together, now we've reminisced and uh, reacted to uh, Killer Party or Monster Party or whatever this film wants to decide it's called well, because it can't even make its mind up in the beginning of the film, oh by the way. Oh, my God. It starts off as Monster... Uh, sorry, it start, it's, it's title... <laughs> It's even hard to get it right yeah. now. But its title is Killer, Killer Party. Party. And in the first 30 to 40 It's the opening seconds, credits. It says Monster Party. And you're like, what? Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, just thought of something. Go so, on. Killer Party, right, would yeah. insinuate that they're... It's like the murderers, right? They're all murderers. Yeah. Monster Party would insinuate that they're vampires or yeah. some sort of something. So maybe, oh, it would be really, I don't think this is the, this is what's happening at all, by the way, but it would be really clever if every three months or something, they just changed the name of the film. <laughs> so it's like, mm, are they murderers? Are they killers? So it kept it nice and free. Oh, yeah. Well, I think... Um, Are they vampires? It, it must be like a territory kind of thing because there is a version of the cover where it says monster instead of killer. Oh, I don't so, know, love. Who knows? I don't know, whatever. But, I mean, in our general kind of opinions, do you want to go first? What was your opinion of Killer Party? Um, oh, wait, Monster Party is a different horror film, isn't it? Uh, Maybe that's I why. I don't and, know. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Um, what's my opinion? Yeah. Um, I really like it. I think it's the type of horror film you can just kind of put on. It's a bit of, it's kind of like mush for the brain. You don't really need to like focus on it too much. No. The story is really easy to follow. They get into the story really quick. They establish the characters really quick, like we were saying. Yeah. Um, you don't really need to focus on it that much. Um, there's some off-screen kills, which is like, eh, whatever. Um, I would have liked a bit more kind of gore in there. A bit more violence. Yeah, fair enough. But when we did see kind of gory bits, it was cool. Like, little practical effects. That was awesome. Um, I think it was okay. It's not like... Uh, it's all right. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's fair enough. I mean, like, I, I, I think it's all right as well. I mean, what, what would be your rating if you had to give it one? I was just about to say, um, one thing I really like is the kind of little ways it's shot. So it's kind of really reminiscent of like, if you've seen Babysitter on Netflix, kind of like that. I hate the word millennial so much, but that kind of like, <laughs> like zooming in and pow, 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 pow. 
like that and a bit like Scott Pilgrim as well that kind of like yeah. kind of quirky way of doing like films so it's kind of like that which I really like it's really cute really kind of fast paced um, but if I had to give it a rating I would say like uh, not a six but like yeah a six no half five no oh yeah half five Half five. Half five. Okay. But like it's it's you know it's quarter to six. Okay. Yeah. That's still quite low. That's fair enough though. Mm. Yeah. Where six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Yeah, you'd say you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> so you'd say you'd say sort of like a five and a half to six. Yeah, but it's more of a six. Yeah. So it's just like it's tapped the six on the shoulder, and the six is like ooh like. <laughs> but it's not it hasn't it's like a familiar hand yeah yeah, yeah. But it hasn't turned the whole way around it's like yeah. it's like a familiar hand but it doesn't want to see it maybe sort of i'm doing it and Alec is just know. looking really confused but it's like yeah you've almost turned around so it's like a quarter to six fair enough but it's more or less a six okay yeah do you get it no yeah no. <laughs> they get it you guys get it it's quarter to six but it might as well just be a six Fine. but it's not okay <laughs> I mean <laughs> I think I think that overall the film did a really good job of its pacing yeah I think that it got into the story of where it needed to be quickly enough for me to understand what was going on mm, mm-hmm. i knew what the motive was i knew what they were trying to achieve but i didn't know what the big bad was obviously yeah. we knew we knew it was coming we knew it was going to happen but we didn't know what it was and i think for that reason it did it did in my view really well i was really surprised uh, to read one of the things that we didn't talk about earlier um when i was talking about the facts and figures is that it was rated 76 percent on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. um and an imdb rating of 5.5 um, oh. out of 10 so very similar rating to what amina gave actually yeah um, but is that with the shoulders or not i don't think so uh, it's just not the same then <laughs> no yeah um, but I was actually really surprised to read that, especially with the Rotten Tomatoes rating, because that's 4% less than Little Monsters mm. uh, that we uh, did on our last episode. But I felt that this was better than Little Monsters was. Oh, no, a million percent. Yeah, yeah. A million percent. It's better than Little Monsters. Yeah. But another thing, talking about ratings, just to say, um, Bloody Disgusting, which is like a massive reviewer like it's like a massive website in the horror community Mm. um they gave it a really bad review they were like do not accept this invitation to this party type thing that's the one bit at the end of the review i remember and i was quite shocked because i thought it was okay it's definitely better than little monsters yeah definitely yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean like for me personally Mm. um you know i had a little scroll through the reviews as well um Mm. and and my kind of my kind of feeling towards it is that there, there are either people giving it like a five star rating out of five mm. or ones 
Oh. It was it was either I really love this movie or I really hate this movie. It seemed to be like a bit of a marmite sort of thing on Google reviews. Mm. Um, I mean, my personal feeling is that I I thought it was really good. I really liked it. I think, like Amelia was saying, the only thing I'd really personally fault it for was some of the off-screen kills. Yeah. They, they did the practical effects so well that I think they could have done more of that um, to to kind of flesh that out. Um, but overall, I think I'd give it a pretty solid sort of 7 out of 10. No mm-hmm. tapping on the shoulder. I'm just going right down with a 7 out of 10. Oh, nice. I mean, one thing that we didn't actually look at, which would be quite interesting, was the budget. Because yeah. maybe, I, I don't know, I'm speculating, but maybe... A lot of films will that have like kind of off-screen kills is for me, I don't know if this is true, again, speculation, but I either think it's number one, either a choice or number two, they just don't have the budget for it. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know if it was like a choice or a budget thing, but they've proved that they could do really good practical effects, which they did in the film. Um, but there's other films that also incorporate off-screen kills and it's done really, really well, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. But I just think if you're calling the film kind of killer party, like I want to see some kills. Yeah, no, that's a. I think that's a really fair criticism. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I totally agree. I was just having a little flick through on my phone to see if I could find anything. I can't find anything about the budget. Hmm, just interesting. On a quick, on a quick Google. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, with with that, you know, in in summary, I suppose. I think I think it, we, we're fairly even split on on our uh, opinion. Um, I think it was good. It definitely deserved to be in our treat list. That's for sure. Well, it's better than Little Monsters, yeah. Yeah, well, which was also in our treat list. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What was that? But no, we didn't watch it before. Yeah, we had but, no idea, yeah. right? I, we we <laughs> that ended up in our treat list because of Lupita and yes. because of our perception <laughs> of what it would be. Unlike, say, Shark Shock, which is one of the ones that's in our trick list, <laughs> simply because it's called Shark Shock, and shark, any any film that has the word shark in it oh. is going to be bad. Um, but I think that leads us quite well onto the fact that if you guys want to get involved in our trick-or-treat uh Movement. We're going to keep that going. <laughs> We're gonna, it's, it's a cult following. Episodes. Of, yeah. No, it's not a cult. I do not want to be a cult leader. I don't know. The the Panini cult leader. No. Oh, what would my cult be? I'll get back to you guys on that. I'll get. And then if you want to join, just let me know. Yeah. I don't want to be one, but now I think about it. Ooh, I wonder what it would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would it actually feel like? I'll get back to you all. Um, but if yeah. you want to get involved, follow us on Instagram over at killer.track and keep an eye on our stories and our posts for when we're putting up more polls for you to trick or treat us. Yeah. So we our next episode is going to be coming out next Monday. We are back to our usual schedule and that will be another trick or treat episode. So if you want your vote to... Um... <laughs> <laughs> if you want your vote to count. I was going to say, if you want your vote to enhance trick or treat, that makes no enhance. sense, does it? No? Uh, I mean, it might do. I mean, it could doesn't really enhance it I i'm mean, sticking with it if yeah. you want your vote to enhance trick or treat it feels <laughs> wrong anyway go over to instagram and don't forget to vote to trick or treat us so yeah. you know what we're doing for our next episode if you're listening too late then come and tell us what movie we should do next anyway 
Yeah, do you have a film that should be added to our trick or our treat wheel? Let us know and we can pop it on. Absolutely. But yes. thank you guys so much for listening. We've really loved her talking into your ear holes again. It's a very mm. nice feeling. Gross. But yes, thank you so much for listening, guys. And we will see you next Monday. That's right. See you next for a trick or treat. Poppy Bynes. See you later. Bye bye.